Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a very special episode of the Low Mid Podcast. It's not like it's a super special episode or anything, but it just feels special. It feels special. <laughs> <laughs> we got the new setup. If you guys are watching on YouTube, you can clearly see what we mean. This is the new uh, Dead in Hip Hop setup for videos. And we're recording our podcast out here today. We got the lapel mics on the ass. You feel me? Yeah. Legit shit. <laughs> Legit shit. All, you know. Yeah, so now you get to see all of our reactions. <laughs> I know, right? All of our bullshit. It's going to be so much more funny. Hey, man. So if you're not following us on YouTube, go to Low Mid um, on YouTube and... Give you boys a follow. We got more dead end intern content coming out soon, so stay tuned for that. Go look out for that shit. Y'all gonna want to see that shit, right? Okay, so today we decided to do something a little bit different. So we're gonna have a regular uh, low mid podcast show, but instead of our top three, we're actually gonna do another draft. Yep. And that draft is going to be drafting actors for each an individual indie movie. Yeah. Like each one of us are get to uh, draft our own actors for our own movie. Yeah, we got about 30 actors to pull from, so it's going to be interesting. Yeah, so stay tuned for that. And in between, you know, we got some trending topics, we got some discussions, and we got, we got our show. The show and tell. Oh, yeah, we got some, oh, no, the, the relationship questions. Yeah. Oh, we're, yeah. Sa- we're actually saving, saving that, that for... The, the, when the ladies come. Yeah. Y'all say we wanted to save it for this week. I know, but the ladies didn't end up being They didn't come. end up coming. So uh, if you're listening, we said we were going to save our relationship questions. I mean, do y'all still just want to do them? Instead of the regular show and tells? Because we haven't done a traditional show until that's why that's why we said that we can do it, but I mean we can do it and then just save the other discussion for for when they come. Y'all want to? I mean, do we want to do a traditional show until or do we want to do the? Let's decide right now. Yeah. What do you want to do? Well, what do you What do you prefer? I still want to answer the questions. Questions. What do you want to do? I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with either though, but. I, I, let's just you know what let's because since the conversation will be centered around relationships let's maybe let's save, save the questions save for the, okay. when the ladies come so we're going to do the relationship questions for when the ladies come we still have a part two on the pro black and dating white we wanted to bring in some actual women to get a, a, a um, another perspective on the conversation so stay tuned for that they're coming as soon as we can set that up. Yeah. And for now, we're going to do a regular show and tell for today. But yeah, stay tuned. We're still going to get those relationship questions out for you guys when the part two drops. But, you know, we got to do it big. You did. So that we had to get some guests for y'all, like multiple guests, more than just us. Like two, two, two women are going to be coming in. And yeah, we're going to have a good time. So let's jump right into these the topics. topics. Right. So it's Championship Sunday, right? And last week, college football championship happened and LSU was there right and your boy Odell was in the building too right so LSU obviously won the game pretty good game by the way and Odell he goes into <laughs> LSU obviously won the game <laughs> <laughs> LSU's been fired for forever man split split five but now that you have a good quarterback it's, it's different but when they went to celebrate Odell went in the locker room right and they were celebrating and it seems like there was this moment where the officer was like having a, a confrontation with one of the players. Right. And in the midst of that, Odell just slaps his ass. <laughs> yeah, Odell slapped, and slapped the for cop context, on the ass. Odell used to go to LSU if you didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, apparently, the cop was in there, I think, trying to uh, search for like weed or something. Really? I really? Think that's what I saw. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. We're celebrating our fucking championship win. Why are you coming here trying to 
I've, I've never seen it in a locker room celebration with the police coming and inspecting something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what I saw. Man, that's lame as hell. Wow. Hold up. Let me watch the video right there. It's probably for like a point five or something. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Let's pull up the video. But it's it's so crazy because in the video it just Odell's like I am a cop down for like a little bit. Yeah. And this is what I, and then he just smacked his ass. Out for Cleveland Browns wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. The NOPD is confirming that the former LSU star is wanted for simple battery. The charge stems from an incident in the Tiger locker room after the national championship football game in the Superdome on Monday night. So take a look at this video. It was posted on Twitter and it shows Beckham confronting and allegedly spanking a police officer. The officer was reportedly threatening to arrest those LSU players who were smoking cigars. Oh, cigars. A spokesman for the Superdome says that they are aware of the security guard video and arrest warrant but says at this point that they will not be making a comment the cleveland whatever so yeah they were smoking cigars he was threatening to arrest players smoking cigars which was wouldn't make any sense if it was if it was weed he would have known yeah isn't that legal yeah if it was weed he would have known cigars i mean mean, even even in quotations he would have known it was weed if he says it's cigars though yeah, it's still, that's legal, right? Yeah, that's legal. Is it? Well, not re- anymore because this year you actually have to be 21 to get cigars. Wait, I thought yeah, that was just, that's crazy. That's federally? Yeah, bro. That's oh, like okay. our local gas station. You have to yeah. be 21 to buy yeah. papers, anything. Yeah. So, but yeah, if you watch the video, Adele's. And then, the, like, what a weird reaction, first off. And the cop. I mean, I don't think you could have played that off any better than the cop did. Because it's not like he, like, jumped up and was like, huh. He's kind of around like, sir. Right. <laughs> Listen, sir, don't slap my ass. <laughs> he just literally turned around. He looked so confused. He was like, why would you smack my ass? Like, it's like, <laughs> he was like, why would you smack my ass? Like, I'm trying to arrest this nigga. Like, why are you smacking my ass right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to enforce the law. Why are you smacking my ass right now? Goddamn, we trying to. Inf- I don't know. It just looked like Odell was just like looking at the scene. It, it kind of seemed like Odell's intention was just to kind of be like, "Man, it's not a big deal. Come on!" Like, <laughs> it kind of just looked like that. Yeah. And, and the spirit of celebration in sports for some, it's just people for some reason you just slap ass. It's yeah. yeah. It's like, man, come on, man. Like, be a good sport. Man, come on, man. Don't arrest these come kids. On. Come on, they're having a good time. They just won. They finna go out at party. Just let them have a good night. Okay. <laughs> just, just, hey. You get the memo, goddamn. Dude. <laughs> but, like, what a weird situation. It's just so weird. I, it definitely wasn't the perfect time to do that to a cop. Yeah. <laughs> it probably. I don't think there's ever a perfect time to spank a cop on the ass. I mean,. Well, Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Office. <laughs> Outside of that, uh, I, that's not what I would have done. Yeah. Way, you you could have gave him, like, a, you know, a shrug on the shoulder, tap on the shoulder. Hey, man, it's all good. You smacked him on the ass. Enough, like, him, like, hitting him on the ass is, like, way less threatening than if he would have, like, hit him on the shoulder. Because you notice how they said it's yeah. simple battery? Simple. Yeah. First off, I think that if that was, like, a regular nigga, that would not have been said. That would have been extreme battery or some shit. <laughs> but, like... I think it's because it's like the like the like, cops were confused watching the footage. Like, what do we call this? Is this assault? Right? <laughs> <laughs> right they're just like, um, this is a very elementary version of battery. This is a miniature version of battery. 
<laughs> like, what the like, fuck? Oh, yeah, they told the cop, like, you got to deal with that one by yourself. Like, it was just, it was more funny for me to read the headline, there's a warrant for his arrest. Because yeah, when you say warrant for, for yeah. smacking the cop's ass, because when you say warrant for arrest, you're thinking somebody murdered somebody, they yeah. doing some it's shit. Serious shit, right? the bank He's smacking him on the ass. Imagine and there's like, a warrant for his arrest. The police is like, find his ass, okay? He smacked me on my shit. <laughs> <laughs> he smacked Fuck me on my yeah. fucking ass. He smacked me on my smacked buttocks. My ass. <laughs> <laughs> Not with that gay shit. <laughs> what Find the him fuck? immediately. <laughs> he went back to the police department. He was like, "Nah, fuck that. We're going. We're going to arrest this." I'm finna let it go. But the cops saw the video and he was like, "Nah, fuck that shit. Nah, uh, nah bro. I ain't letting this shit slide." So what are you in for? I murdered someone. What about you? I smacked Slapped his the ass. cop on the ass. He was in front of the cop. Was like, I smacked his ass. <laughs> I smacked him on the ass. <laughs> And he didn't do shit about it. <laughs> so you said, so Nemo, you said that the, the fucking arrest has been lifted, like the warrant has been lifted or something? Yeah, yeah. he said that the cop doesn't want to press charges anymore. Mm. I, oh, thank God. <laughs> I, was, I mean, shit, if somebody smacked you on the ass, would you press charges? As a cop? <laughs> yeah, yeah, as a cop. I mean, the, I, th- I guess that cop must have been like really in the moment at, at the time. Cause, like, he was being a, a bitch. Though, yeah, he like, was being a bitch. You're arresting them for smoking cigars. He was being arrested. Yeah, but just take that ass slap and just go home, bro. <laughs> Literally, if I was the cop, me personally, like, I would have probably thought, like, if I was in that mindset, I'd have probably been like, like, yeah, don't touch me, but I get why you did that. Like, you're just trying to be, like, funny. <laughs> the ass like, you're just like, kind of like, wakes hey, you up man, like, hey, like, okay. All right, whatever, gotcha, man. man. I shrug it off. Like, it's okay. He didn't mean nothing by it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's okay. He didn't just mean it nothing off. by it. <laughs> like, he didn't mean to fucking, he, it wasn't like he was trying to hurt you. It was kind of like, hey, man, be a good sport. That's how I looked at it. <gasps> hey, man. Be a good sport, man. Be a good sport. Yeah. It's Whoa. like, you're trying to incriminate this man over some cigars. That's the lamest part. Yeah. But, Dang. yeah. I, <laughs> what a weird situation! Like I don't know what to say. Odell, like, just, he's not getting charged. Odell, the timing wasn't the best for you to do it, but no, it was. I mean, the timing wasn't the best, but also what makes it worse is that, like, well, I mean, actually, I think. Well, do y'all think it's better or worse that there was footage? Because the cop could have either over exaggerated. It's better. Or, I think because, it's better. It's yeah, better. Okay, but also it's like. It's like either the cop could have over-exaggerated or it could have been like, well, we don't have the footage, so how are we going to believe that he did this to you? <laughs> right, you know? exactly. Because it looked like it was like a Snapchat video or something. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's like Odell's face when the cop turned around. Odell just looked unfazed. He was just like... He was like, bro. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I do this shit. I slap niggas on the ass. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm a football player, they man. they act up. They're <laughs> acting up right now. Yeah, that's funny as hell, man. Odell, Odell, yeah. Odell. It's funny that like the news uses like fucking... Um, Snapchat footage as like official news footage now. Yeah, yeah, because it is official news footage now. Twenty fucking twenty. Yeah. So yeah, that was just funny. Yeah, was funny. Let us know how you would have reacted if Odell slapped you on the ass. Uh, right. Or if you were the, the cop and I slapped you. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of being a good sport, what do y'all think about stealthing? Now explain what stealthing is, Nemo. <laughs> All right. So stealthing is when you remove the condom. Without telling the girl, and you're in the middle of having sex, and you just don't <laughs> tell the girl that you're moving, okay. and then you just keep on going. That's so, have y'all ever done some shit like ninja that? shadow jutsu or whatever? <laughs> now, have okay. have I done this? No, I rarely even like to hit raw because I'm so scared to get a girl pregnant or to catch a <laughs> STD. So I'm not a, a from the hidden leaf village. I don't do this. I've never done it. I've done it once. 
but I didn't know that's what it was called. I didn't know that was a thing. I, I didn't even know, like, I didn't know it was a thing. I didn't know, like, in that situation, for context, I was I was in a relationship. So it was kind of like, just like a moment where I was just like, man, nah. Like, it wasn't even, because it wasn't even like she would, it wasn't even like she would have mind. I didn't think, I assumed, like, she wouldn't have minded. So it wasn't like, it wasn't like a situation where, like, you're having casual sex with somebody, which I think, which, which is you're referring to, like, she wants you to wear a condom, and then, like, dudes are kind of like, man, fuck this, and kind of just, you know what I'm saying, kind of sneak it, and be like, man, fuck this shit. Because I would think, I would think it'd be, I, I would think it'd be in a situation where it's, like, it's dark, and maybe she couldn't see or some shit, like, is that, I don't know. Oh, my God. Because it's weird, that's weird, bro, because, like, it's, it's, in principle, it's, like, it's just sneaky, like, you, you shouldn't do that shit. Yeah, bro. You see me, oh shit, yeah, you see me, I've never done that shit, but I don't really like condom sex. I don't either. But like, at the same I time, do. I I have respect for the girl yeah. to not take it off in the middle of sex. And when I found out that this was a real thing, I was like, wow, niggas really do this for the sake of a nut? Yeah, I don't think just for like the sake yeah. of it feeling better. <laughs> you're just doing it just to be sneaky. You're just trying to be like, swiper, no swiping, bro. <laughs> you can't do that shit, bro. And it's like you you didn't tell her because you knew she would have a problem with it. That's the thing. It's like it, in my situation, it was like it was for full context. It's not like it's a casual encounter. I'm in a relationship with the person, and honestly, it was rare that we ever used them anyway. So <laughs> it was you not in her that night. No, I didn't. But, he had to think about it. But no, um, this, but this again, this is during daytime. This is like, this is in daytime. Like clearly everything can be seen. For context though, we did tell you that you should have told her, like just even still. I mean, unless y'all have like that understanding, I guess. I don't, it's yeah. Like, sometimes it's just like, like it, it was a thing. One. I guess it was a thing in the moment where I just didn't think. I was doing something wrong or sneaky. Like yeah. those guys because, know that they're doing something wrong or yeah, sneaky. Because we didn't know, we didn't know that you had done that until you told us. Like when Nemo brought it up, yeah, <laughs> like, it was like, like two days ago. Yeah, and this happened like almost. This happened like almost two years ago. So yeah. it was just like, yeah, like you were just kind of like, oh, this sucks. Man, like, okay, you, I'm gonna go ahead and just do. That. I just you, took it off. And you said, and I threw it like I, I threw it like right next to her. <laughs> Whoa! Now this is now this has happened. Has a girl? ever asked you to take the condom off. Yes. Yeah, that shit happened to me. Yeah. Like. So there have been, okay. <laughs> so sometimes, so, okay, so here's how they'll go. Here's how they'll go about it. Most of the time, they won't say like, oh, can you take it off? Well, not in my experience. They'll kind of like hint that they want you to take it off or they'll like say, well, you can take it off. Like, you, we don't have to use that or like, you know. Yeah. So sometimes, I'll just, I'll just kind of just like most of the time I just kind of like ignore that and just kind of like oh you know and just keep putting safe and put it on, you know what I'm saying and just put it on. But there was a time where, she, like she said that I was done with the first round, and she it was tempting and she was like you can just like you know I'm on the pill and stuff and I was like oh shit, <laughs> and I like and I just went ahead and did it. But then I was like, after like a few minutes, I was like, after a while, I was like, this feels way too good. <laughs> so, so I put that shit, I put another one on. And then I, oh, bro, I'm, bro, hey man, I'm paranoid about that kind of stuff. I and feel all you my though. Uncles and stuff, they always say, even if she tells you, you take it off and she's on the pill. No, put No, that's true. That's yeah. facts. That's so facts. I was like, yeah. hitting, I was like, so I did it to have the experience. 
But then I was like, oh, this he is fine. He was like, but, uh, hold up, let me get that fucking condom. <laughs> I, didn't tr- I didn't trust the, I don't know, bro. I'm just, <sighs> what about y'all? See, luckily, okay. So first, I, I have, I've had a situation where a girl asked me to take the condom off. And it was mainly because the condom wasn't working for either of us. So <laughs> we took it off and we were able to like just... Do we have some do. sex? Yeah, you know? just have some sex. And, but I've had relationships where, um, I've had some relationships where the sex was strictly with a condom, and I've had relationships where the sex was strictly without a condom. Strictly without. Wow. Okay. I've. You know what? Yeah, my last relationship, it was to be to be completely honest, it was like maybe ninety five percent without a condom. Holy shit! 95%? So I mean, yes, you get like that sometimes, right? Because you just get into the habit, and then you start like just like being like, okay, this is how I just know this is gonna work. Like I know like it's not gonna be any fucking yeah. stops or any awkward moments if we just do this. And so like, especially when you're in a relationship, y'all know each other body, y'all know everything like that, right? But with casual sex, I have. I've had, I've had now with a girl I wasn't dating. I haven't had raw sex before. I don't think you haven't. No, with the girl you weren't dating. Yeah, only one with two girlfriends. I haven't okay. had raw sex. I have. <laughs> That's I have. Yeah. Or I, actually, you know, what? I'm I'm lying. It was it was there is one girl that I hit raw that I wasn't dating. So okay. yeah, so we yeah, so I've done both with whether relationship. See, or not. So have <sighs> hitting raw, man. That's y'all y'all playing a dangerous game. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like but maybe i'm just paranoid i, I know i am because it's like whoa i look at my bank account and i have no cho- no choice but to be that paranoid also I, getting an std would be so lame yeah <laughs> they both said yeah in yeah. unison <laughs> but it's just like that's interesting to me sometimes you do get caught up in the moment. is it just Guilty like i know it's five but it's like damn is that five that you're like oh, fuck it. i mean hey man don't you see because i'm making babies i don't think it's fine enough to stealth no not to, to well stealth. definitely not, not to stealth, stealth thing. but, but be doing that shit, bro. yeah but like doing it with girl a girl that you're not i can i mean i could see doing that with the girl you're dating yeah i mean like oh, damn have y'all had more long-term relationships than me Maybe I guess. Yeah. I think Nemo definitely has. I had, I had one. I had two that you know about. The last one. He said two that you know about, and then yeah. like I got a whole another life. Nigga. And then there was, yeah, those those are my two most serious girlfriends. Had, so yeah, I've only, I've only, I've, about, I have two that you know about also. Yeah, so well, maybe, we wasn't doing all that. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've had three long term relationships. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, it just, just different circumstances. Yeah, it just depends. And honestly, it's just it depends on your personal connection, I guess, or y'all relationship specifically and how it goes. Because I didn't, yeah, I didn't think nothing about. It. I didn't even think that like, oh no, she gonna hate this shit. And yeah. no, I just did that, or she wouldn't, or she would care if I did it. <laughs> but because like, <laughs> afterwards, afterwards, she did say she was like, I thought you had the condom on. She did say that. Now has the condom ever broke on y'all? Yes. Yeah, yeah that's it yes. has. It has. And when it, she went mad, like it, it, I don't know. But it, had they been, had they been like a girl, I just was not in a relationship with. I think it had just been worse. Like, yeah, I've been like, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um. <laughs> ha, has the condom ever broke? Yeah. It sucks. What was Did that? you notice it broke? Yes. Yeah. What There's was a cl- distinct difference in feeling. Yeah. This, when that shit breaks, I don't know. 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 I don't
for me, it was just like her shoe was too tight. So like when I was trying to like get deeper in there, it was just like, and I'm like, oh, fuck, what the fuck was that? And oh. then yeah, I told her, and she started freaking out. And I was like, I have another one. <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what happened, but it's just yeah. There have been like a few times where it just breaks, and you're like, oh, what the fuck? And then like for my one of the first the most notable time it was like i was hitting i was like what the fuck why does this shit feel so good <laughs> i was like what happened I, like, I think that was actually the first time i did it like hit raw was on accident when the condom broke i'm like what the fuck whoa what is this and i'm like this shit this shit feel all type of good but you know what's crazy <laughs> when we, we talk about it like like <laughs> i remember i was watching like two breakfast club interviews with like soldier boy and fat boy when Charlemagne both asked him like would well, you strap up fat boy was like no i didn't and then he asked soldier boy he was like did you strap up? he was like nah he was like why not he was like because i'm big draco fuck you me <laughs> so niggas just do i just be y'all, not using condoms hey, bro, y'all play too much i i don't have time to have kids and i don't trust yeah <laughs> you don't trust I, I knew you about to say hey, hey man you never know hey. I be I nut in the condom and get nervous <laughs> I be like oh shit I pull out when I'm in the condom I had a girl I had a girl ask me that like did you just pull out while you're in the condom I was like oh yeah I just always do that <laughs> honestly I feel like I'll be the type to do that too <laughs> bro I do that every time I'm nut I'm like oh get up and then I nut. I don't. I don't know, bro. I don't want no shit to seep out. I don't want <laughs> nothing. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. I pull out and then I nut in the condom. And then I fucking tie that so shit right and, knot you feel, and right flush be- it down the toilet. Right before you feel it, you just pull out and then you just finish in the condom. Yeah. If, <laughs> yeah. If I'm too late, then I'll be like beginning in there and then I'll pull out and finish. I like point five of the nut inside and the rest outside. But I generally try to be like, oh, yep, I'm hitting, I'm hitting, I'm hitting. Oh, shit, I'm finna bust. All right. And then I pull out and then I just nut in the condom. Oh, that's me. I mean, no, yeah, you're, you're taking the most preventative of measures for yes, sure. Yes, sir, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. You can't even flex about that. You wear a bulletproof condom. I would, yeah. Would you wear? They made them. Uh, which, I, I saw this joke somewhere, but... They're saying, like, if you smash a girl that you, like, you know, it's not all that to you or something. And they were saying, nigga, put on two condoms. Oh, wow. Nah, because that, that shit probably would feel trash. And yeah, it would feel definitely <laughs> trash. Because be it too feels tight. trash with a, sometimes with a, just a regular condom, at least to me, yeah. it feels trash sometimes, bro. It's with certain condoms. Especially the Magnums. Magnums. I was finna those say that, bro. They trash, bro. Magnums. Yeah. That, <laughs> those are the only condoms that I'm like, this really ain't. Five. I don't like this. Yeah. But every other condom to me is just like you know, shit's still five. Like the fuck. Yeah, yeah still like pussy. the Trojan ones or Trojan is, Trojan is good. And you get to last longer. So yeah, it's just like I don't see a problem. It's know? not a problem. It's just really a preference. But you're right. You're right though. I, I, We're just I don't know. Ignorant. It's just We're it's ignorant. just We're all stupid. Don't to listen me. to us, man. It's all five to me. I don't know. I'm hey. stupid. Don't listen to me. <laughs> but yeah, this, the stealth thing is wrong. That shit is just, that's, that's some sneaky shit. And it's just like, it, it, it's some sneaky shit, dog. Especially if you know she wouldn't be okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's not good. Don't do that shit. That's wrong. Because you're doing it to the person that's the one that's going to have to carry the baby. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. don't do that, bro. Just tell her. Just be like, can we take it off and see what she says? If she says no, just put that shit back on. Get you some quality lube and keep going. Yeah, lube. Yeah. See, yeah, y'all, y'all niggas don't know about lube. That's why y'all be taking the condoms off. <laughs> now, granted, 
Raw is fire as fuck, undoubtedly. <laughs> but man, come on. If we we just out here having casual sex, bro, just get yeah, that no, condom just, just get and condom. grab that lube. I'd be yeah. thinking it's just like a status thing. I'm like, yeah, I hit that bit raw. Like it's that's all, that's a part to me, of I'm it. like, ooh, okay, <laughs> cool, <Good> man. <laughs> when you get that, I'm late. Text, don't you know what I'm saying? Ugh, exactly, bro. Who? Luckily, I've never had one of those. <sighs> that's scary. Yeah, it would definitely have to be like in a committed relationship with me, for me. For if I'm just doing that. 95% of the time. Now, you know, you know, it's going to be great. I was going to say, oh, a coin flip. That's, that's 50%. But you're, so you said, nice no, nigga said shit. <laughs> when they were fear, feeling daring, they was like, hey, grab the condom, I guess. <laughs> 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 like once every two months, three months or some shit. I'm feeling adventurous today. Grab the condom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's out of our conference zone. <laughs> Let's do something out of our comfort zone. But it's great to actually, you know what, be in a place where like you're in a community relationship and you wouldn't mind having a child. So then you don't have to think Whoa, about it. Shit. That's, that's the best scenario. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If you're established, if you got money I mean, coming in. If you're I wouldn't even... know if that's great. Bro, did you see how nervous it made? Bro, <laughs> that made me so scared. I just thought about myself at like 20, 28 years old sitting there like we wouldn't mind having a child. So, whoo. That's scary, bro. I'm not ready for I that. I have older cousins that are just like that now. They're in, their tw- they're in like 26, 27. They're just like, you know what? I'm in a position now. If I were to have one, I could take care of it. I'm in a position. And yeah, you're not. We're not. Yeah. We're so not. That's why I'm scared. So get there one day. Maybe. When you're I'll ready to have kids. Day, yeah. You know. Hopefully it's that I want to have one. Not yeah. just I wouldn't fucking mind. But like at the know. very least, you want to be in a position where, okay, if yeah, it happens, you're not yeah, like, oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully you'd be like, we're trying to get pregnant. Like, I'm going to have a baby. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Which doesn't include stealth, <laughs> dude. I think I'm ready to have a baby. I think oh, we need a stealth. Man. Don't a couple stealth, girls. you guys. Don't fucking yeah, please stealth. don't stealth. That's I don't even know what that is, but that's bad. Like it's just bad. It's just sneaky. It's some underhanded shit. It's, it's sneaky, weird. sneaky, sneaky. Girls, let us know if you ever caught a nigga trying to stealth. Please do. And what did you do? Did you turn around and smack him in the face? Yeah, and then you just left. Like, you just ruined your date just trying leave. to be sneaky. Yeah, you ruined bro, the whole opportunity on, trying chill. to get some raw pussy. Now you're not getting no pussy. I wonder if, like, because I know girls can tell the difference. Well, I mean, I guess some. I don't know if all can. Can tell the difference between feeling and condoms. Yeah. But I wonder if, like, you start, well, not you, but if someone was stealthing and she instantly is like, the fuck? As soon as you, you know what I'm saying? Off. Like, I wonder if, I wonder, does, like, going raw feel better for girls? Yeah, yeah, as they say, yes. I, I I can attest to that real quick. Just uh, it was a, it was a girl that used to be in one of our classes at GPC, and we were talking about it. And she was like, "I hate condoms. Like most females do. They just for the same reason, preventative reasons. It doesn't feel any better. You know what I'm saying? Girls just say that. Nah, fuck that. That's why girls be like, take that shit off. <laughs> so, hey, I'm but definitely, that, you, you know, know what I'm saying I'm just that fine. You know yeah. What I'm that I just didn't even notice, y'all. Shit, y'all. Nah, I don't know. But, um, yeah. Should we go to the draft? We got a draft. Each of us, in real life, are filmmakers. Um, and so we decided that the concept for this, it'd be fun if it's like we're each making our own indie movie. Mm-hmm. So it'd be kind of cool to like pitch the indie movie, like what it's about. And why we're choosing the actors that we're choosing. So we have a pool of 30. 30 right? actors. Just like with the and rappers. Actresses. Actors and actresses. We have five legends. We've got 10 in the intermediate category. And then we've got uh, 15 that are kind of like on the lower level. Well, tier one, like tier two, tier Beginners three. Yeah. or lesser known actors that still are good. Um, 
and we're going to choose from them. We, it's like last time we've got 300, no, we've got 350 points this time, right? Yeah, 350 points yeah. to start off with. The five legends are worth 100. 150 points. Mm-hmm. The intermediates, they're worth 100. 100, and then 50 for the tier three. Yeah. And so, you know, just to spice things up, we're going to call it, we're going to say that we each have $350 million to spend on these actors, and each one of these actors are worth. The, 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 point the point conversion to millions. millions. Okay. So $150 million, $100 million or $50 million. Yeah. So, Nemo, you want to read off the actors on the list? Um, all right. So for the top tier, we got Leonardo DiCaprio, Will Smith, Denzel Washington, Viola Davis, Lupita. And for tier two, we have Idris Alba. Natalie Portman, Samuel L. Jackson, Michael B. Jordan, Taraji P. Henson, James Franco, Michael Sarah, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, Jonah Hill, Seth Rogen. And for tier three, worth 50 points, we have Tom Holland, Daniel Kaluuya, Zendaya, Shamik Moore, Jaden Smith, Anthony Mackie, Zoe Kravitz, Zach Efron, Yara Shahidi, Megan Fox, Aquafina, Shia LaBeouf, Trevor Jackson, Ashton Sanders, and Justice Smith. Yeah. Can you send me that list? Yeah. Can you, send <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you put that in the chat? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. So we got a lot of good actors to choose from. Um, if, we, if you guys want to hear us do this again, because obviously there's no way we could have included every actor that was Phi, mm-hmm. give us some suggestions and give us suggestions for the tier they should be in, whether that's Legend, Tier 2, or Tier 3. Um, yeah, it, it, it's a very subjective list, but we also just kind of tried to include enough people that we all agree with in each tier. Like they're not, it's probably, it's not like my complete list. It's not like we all agreed exactly on every spot, but it's, it's a workable list. Yeah. We just try to get it as general as possible. Yeah. So, you know, dude. So how do we... So many actors to choose from, bro. These are this. This is gonna be tough. This is gonna be these tough. Are, these are some talented ass people. We've got three hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna start right off the bat. I gotta go with Leo right off the I bat. Figured. I figured. Okay, Leonardo DiCaprio. I figured. So I'm down one hundred fifty million dollars. <laughs> Half the budget is going on one person, but that's, yeah, that's yeah. about it. That's it. So I'm down to $200 million, but hey, should I explain now or after? Well, uh, we, 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 okay, so we're going to explain our picks after each round. Okay. okay, that's good. So that's my first pick, Leo. We draft Leo to the indie film. Fuck, so. All right, wait. So last time we, we already had the name of our label, did we? I mean, not label, the name of. Oh, wait, never mind. We're going to do that last. Yeah, right? we'll, we'll name our movies last. Okay, facts. All right, so, so be thinking of what your film idea is throughout the rounds. So Leo goes to Huey. All right, so that means I'm next. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely just going to take Will Smith because he's my favorite. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Will Smith and Leonardo DiCaprio are gone from Tier 1. That leaves Denzel, Viola, and Lupita. Are we just picking from the top tier for this round? No, no, oh, you can pick from any round. All right. Oh, yeah, true, true, true. Do I want to be cheap? Let me look at my money. <laughs> Y'all went for the jockey. <laughs> they went for the people that they knew people were going to come see. <laughs> like, they was like, Leonardo and Will Smith. Like, 
Alright, alright. Um these other tiers. Um I'm a, oh, okay, okay. I'm going to for right now, he's one of the hottest actors right now. You know what I'm saying? He's still he's established. He's like the, one of the newest superstars. So I'm gonna pick Michael B. Jordan. Okay. That's my first That's pick. One. That is a good pick. So Michael B. Jordan from tier two is gone. Yes. So I'm down to two hundred million. Okay. No, no, no I'm not on two fifty, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, so million. let's talk about our picks. So I picked Leonardo. You guys know that I think Leonardo DiCaprio is probably the best actor alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just a phenomenal actor, right? The only detriment for the indie thing is that he's so big that he may outshine the indie scene. But I think seeing him doing an indie film at this stage in his career would be people would definitely want to go check that out. First off, he's Leo. People are going to watch the movie regardless. But if they're like, oh, shit, this is an indie film. Leo's doing an indie film. This shit must be fire. Mm -hmm. Like he must it must be something meaningful. He's probably going to give one of the best performances ever. So I had to go with Leo. Also, he's just fine. Yeah. Good. All right. So I chose Will Smith because he's so diverse in his roles. You know, he could he could always he could either play that serious nigga in the dramatic films, but he could also be that that goofy ass nigga that a fine bitch hangs out with. So that's why I'm choosing Will Smith. And plus, not only is he my favorite actor, but he's probably my favorite rapper too. You know. <laughs> he's, gonna have, he's gonna have a rapping scene, mate. <laughs> he, so he, he always does one for the soundtrack. <laughs> gotta be so fine. No, I'm really just kidding on that cinema. I know, yeah, I know. Jaden's better. So yeah, he is. Um, I picked Michael B. Jordan, obviously, because like right now he's definitely one of the biggest stars out. You know, he was in one of the biggest movies ever, like Black Panther, obviously. And like he has experience doing indie films because he did do Fruitville Station. Which is really good, so and that's where I know him from. And yeah, like he just came off a movie with Jamie Fox. Like he's, you know, what I'm saying, just released a movie, so he's definitely a working actor right now. And yeah, he's just he's like the one of the newer batch of superstar actors. He's like one of the newer batch, so he's he's got some miles left in him. So now you have two hundred. I have two hundred. I have two fifty. Okay. All right. I think I'm starting to develop a good concept for my movie. Me too. <laughs> so keeping that in mind, my second pick, I got to go with shit. Uh, <laughs> this is tough. This is tough, man. I got to go with my gut and I got to go Samuel L. Jackson. Damn. Damn. Yes. Yep. And I'll explain more after. <laughs> All right. Okay. So how many points do you have left now? I've got fifty million dollars. Fifty million dollars. Yeah. After two actors, I got space for one more motherfucker. <laughs> but I have an idea. Whoa, this is going to be the finest fucking three-person movie ever. All right. So round two, I'm going to take Anthony Mackie. Okay. But where is he from again? I, I'm not familiar. <laughs> Dude, he's okay. He's from Eight Mile. He was also. I remember hearing the name. I just don't know really. Play Papa Doc. Oh yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He's, gotcha, he's gotcha, also gotcha. Falcon in the Marvel universe. Okay. And he's okay. also been in um, some some Netflix shows. Okay. Some other things. I, I know the name. I just didn't know where I might have known him from. Yeah. Okay. About to have his own show through Marvel as well. So you're down to how many points? Nemo. Two hundred. Two hundred million. Whoa. 
And you have fifty million. You yeah. <laughs> you even for that heavy. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. No, I don't. No, I don't. I have one. Wait, three fifty minus one fifty minus one hundred. Oh shit! I got one hundred left. I got one hundred million left. Okay. Million okay. Left. okay. Okay. Oh shit! Okay, okay. bet. All that, right. That's so even better. I've picked Michael B. Jordan. I'm at two hundred fifty million. You just chose uh, Mackie, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with. Do I, do I want to? Damn it! Fuck! Do I want to go for the big one since I didn't start off so big? And you got Samuel, right? Uh, okay, let me fucking think about what my movie would be about real quick. <laughs> like, like, let me really think. Um, okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with a heavy hitter here. I'm snatching Denzel. Oh, I'm snatching Denzel. Oh. Denzel and Michael B in the same oh, movie. Shit. <laughs> that might actually be pretty fine. I'm snatching Denzel off. So. Okay, so so let's explain. You wanna go first? Yeah. Um well I explained well, you know, Denzel, I mean <laughs> he's Denzel. <laughs> number one. He's Denzel. And number the, the thing is about Denzel, obviously besides the the just the fact that he's a phenomenal actor, he's highly prolific, he's one of the most diverse actors I've ever seen. And um, recently, like if you haven't seen Fences, I think Fences is like his most recent movie. If you haven't seen Fences, that is literally like one of his best performances because that Fences is based off a play by August Wilson called Fences. And you can tell by the way it shot that it was based off a play. But Denzel's performance in that and John Q, like two of his top performances, period. Like he's Denzel fucking Washington. And, you know, that's why I picked him. I don't have to go on forever about that. He's, He's Denzel. All right, so round two, I chose Anthony Mackie because in the films I've seen him in, he excels in doing that serious role, that serious black role. So for this film, I'm looking for someone to <laughs> match up with Will Smith. black role. Okay. Well, not really match up with him, but parallel. Anthony Mackie and Will Smith would be an interesting combo for sure. Okay, so I picked Samuel L. Jackson. Um, he's Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Not only is he a good actor, he's a legend in the game, and I have an idea of how I'm going to utilize him that I'll explain after I get everybody. But he's also worked with Leo before, so I think there would be, like, it wouldn't be any hiccups in, like, getting the chemistry on set. They already know each other. They're already familiar with each other's personalities, so mm-hmm. it, w- it would also help. Yeah, he was just- a slave. Yeah, it'll also it'll help me to get straight to the to the point. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So round three. Wait. So how much does everyone have? I have two hundred. I have one hundred. No, I have one hundred million. Right? I have one hundred million. Oh yeah, yeah. You also have one hundred million. I have one fifty. Oh yeah. Okay. He has one fifty. I have me and Ra each have a hundred million. Okay. Round my, three. My next pick. I have to go with. Fuck, bruh. Fuck, come on. Think, Jihad. Think. I got to go with Tom Holland. Okay, so you have 50, 50 million dollars. Yeah, now I have 50 million, but okay. I've got three actors. Okay. I'm going with Tom Holland. And I'll explain more. Okay. Tom Holland. Okay, so. Let's see. Damn, this is an interesting. Collection. Bruh, fuck, bruh. Because I'm not. Bruh. You know what, bro? Okay, we're gonna go ahead and get Yara Shahidi. Okay, okay. Just yeah. to be my girlfriend. Damn, <laughs> I was thinking about using her vehicle. Yeah. So y'all will see what this film is gonna be about. It's gonna be epic. 
Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think mine will be epicer. Man, look. Fuck, man. Because it's like, do you want to spend the rest of your purchase on one person or do you want to split them up? I think I'm going to split them up. I think I'm going to split them up. So, for my third actor, I am going to select... I don't know yet. Give me like 30 more seconds. <laughs> fuck, man. Because, ah, oh, fuck, fuck. Okay. Um... <sighs> Man, I really want to get a female. I really want to get an actress. I'm trying to think of how I could work her into this fucking film. All right, so for my third pick, we're going to pick from tier three, and I'm going to roll with Zendaya. Fuck! I'm going to roll with Zendaya. Yeah, roll with Zendaya, and I'll explain why after. Okay, so I picked Tom Holland. Tom Holland is the actor from Spider, the most recent iteration of Spider-Man. He's the best Spider-Man that we've had so far. Not only is he a, is he, you haven't seen the movies, Nemo, so relax. He's, not only is he an amazing Spider-Man, but he also captures the essence of Peter Parker without looking like a fucking 35-year-old man. Like the first two did. <laughs> but, um, dude, if you've seen those movies... Also, he's done some other smaller, like more dramatic roles. If you've seen, he can be funny, but if you've seen those movies, there's this one scene from Spider-Man Homecoming where he's like trapped underneath these rocks and he like has to push himself out of it. And he's, he's 15 in the movie, right? So he's like crying, like, fuck, like I'm, I need to go save everyone. And I'm sitting here and no one can help me, like help somebody help me. And he like looks at himself in the water and he's like, come on, Spider-Man. Come on, Spider-Man. And it's, bro, that shit almost broke my heart. He's, like, crying. He, like, pushes himself out. He's like, okay, let's go. And that was, like, I was like, yo, that shit was fine. Because not only was it a brilliant performance, but it's also one of those coming-of-age things where it's like, you're a man now. Like, nobody's coming to help you. So for him to be able to convey that in a summer blockbuster superhero film, he's got some talent. And I've got a, a plan for him also at the end. You that were tearing up while describing that scene. That's how far that <laughs> scene how much, You have 50 million left, right? Yeah, homie. Okay, and I, I also do. Okay, Nemo. Okay, so <laughs> I chose Yara because for this film, I need... Well, <laughs> because yeah, she's, she's gorgeous, gorgeous, first off. Well that's, that's, yeah. well, that's probably number... That's reason number two why I chose her. But the, the first reason is I need a female role in this that captures a, a youthful spirit. Okay. 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 I chose Zendaya also. I chose Zendaya mostly because I've seen her more of her acting range with that serious euphoria. Mm-hmm. I think she plays that she plays that role really well. Um and she's had like roles that are very different than that and she she's done all of them really well. Um in addition to not, not only her beauty but I think for this character <laughs> not only her beauty. I think for this character that I think I have in mind for her Cause I'm not gonna lie, I didn't, I didn't know we were fucking actually gonna describe the movie. So hey, we said we had to make it difficult. Yeah, we did. So hey, fuck it. So I think for this movie and her this role that I potentially have in mind for her, I think that it'll be something that, like, if she could, if she pulled this role off, it would cement her as like one of the best actresses in Hollywood. Damn, oh shit! What kind of role you got? Damn, I want to movie you made. It's, it's, yeah, so, it's so much different than maybe what you would expect her to do. Oh, okay. Maybe. So are we on to the we're on well round you're on your next this round. has to be your last This is one. my final round. Yeah, round it has four. to be my How final much round. do you have? I have the same thing, 50, 50 million. So much, this is my last you round. You have 100 too. million? Yeah, I think I have. Shit. Okay. 
Well, I also would like to get a beautiful woman on my team. And uh, oh. I got to go with Zoe Kravitz. I knew it. Yeah, I was like, you don't have who else? Well, I mean, there's some other beautiful women yeah, there on were, there. There were. There, oh. were. there were like two more. Who else? Oh, damn, he tried. <laughs> he tried everybody else on the list. But yeah, I got to go with Zoe Kravitz. Okay. What what like what things have you seen her in? Like that you like Dope, The Road Within, uh, some other stuff. But those are the two big one, yeah, biggest ones. If you've seen her in The Road Within, you know she's a good actress. Okay. She's also has a, no, a new show coming out, I think, on Hulu or some Gosh. shit. I don't know. Wait, hold on, real quick. Just reiterate her four. I've got Tom Holland, Samuel L. Leonardo and Zoe Kravitz. I am definitely interested to see what that, what that movie is. Oh, <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to figure out, man. I'm stuck between two niggas, but then again, do I want to splurge? <laughs> right. Do you want to go ahead I and jump the hundred million? Do you want the hundred million? Choose wisely. Oh man. Uh. Why does this nigga have to be in that tier, but he really isn't even all that big. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Who are you talking about? <laughs> uh wait, but then if he plays the role, that would be interesting too. Oh shit. Hey oh, man, yeah. we don't we have Bro, no idea. Really? Him versus the other guy? Yo, like <laughs> tough to say. <laughs> Okay, not it though. No, I definitely gotta go with James Franco for this one. If he Ooh, plays his role, damn, bro, not and Dave. I'm talking about, and I'm talking about a specific James Franco. I'm talking about James Franco from Why Him. Okay, okay, not James Spider-Man Franco. James Franco. <laughs> Spider-Man James Franco reporting for duty. No, James Franco. He's a good actor. He's a good actor, dude. I liked him in Disaster Artist. Yeah, that shit was hilarious. I think I was I was first introduced to him via Pineapple Express. Fuck. Okay, I, I really wanted to go with Seth Rogen on this one, but uh, 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 it would be funnier if James Franco could pull it off. Okay, okay, cool. <laughs> okay, nice. Cool. I'm interested to see hear this movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm thinking about this damn combination. I'm gonna come up with it. It's just like, okay, so I'm down to fifty million dollars. You know what I'm saying? And that means I can only pick from tier three. You see? So <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard Rob Bell do a voice that goofy. This is like that that uh 1930s Mickey Mouse shit that Dave Chappelle did. Oh man. Okay. So fuck. Okay. I have two options I could pick for this book. I think I'm formulating this movie even better now. But do I want to get? They're both newer actors to the mainstream. One's younger. One's middle aged. Fuck it, bro. All right, fuck it, fuck it. I'm going with as my final pick. I'm going with Daniel Kaluuya. Okay. I knew you were gonna get him. Okay. I'm going with Daniel Kaluuya, and you know we can explain now if you're ready. So are we all finished? Yes. So let's read out our final. What you spent all your money? Yeah, I have oh, 50 well, I million guess left. Let's, let's explain why our last picks. Okay, so for me, I went with Zoe Kravitz because. First off, like I said, I've seen her in two roles that I thought she was really good in. She was in Dope, and she was in The Road Within, where she actually played a girl that had anorexia. And I thought she did a really good uh, performance with that. I think 
she's another one of these actresses that has star power in that she's like very beautiful and a good actress at the same time. I think, you know, she's just kind of waiting for that, that white, right role, Um, (laughs) that white role, that right role. (laughs) And so, yeah, gotcha. I chose James Franco because, um, uh, but how do I say it? Uh, the girls like him on screen, I guess. And, um, I, I really enjoyed his performance in Why Him. And I'm choosing the Why Him James Franco mainly because the performance he gave in that one was pretty unique. It was like, how do I describe this shit, man? Oh, you haven't seen Why Him? Nah, I know about it though. Oh, it was funny. It, it was funny. So he basically, I like the way he portrayed a child that didn't have parents and didn't have uh, what's the, what's the word home training. <laughs> so <laughs> home think, training. So this, why him, James Franco would be perfect. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Daniel Kaluuya, he's definitely one of the most in demand actors right now. Um, he gave he was a part of like what is rare. He was a part of a movie that was a sleeper hit. So that's always great when it's a lower budget movie and it winds up doing really well because of word of mouth and it winds up becoming a big thing. He was the main star in that. Um, Get Out. Get Out was not heavily promoted when it was, and it was low budget when it first came. It just, it was a sleeper hit. Nobody expected that movie to be what it was. Um, And his, like, and then like simultaneously, it's crazy because he would have probably been bigger. He would, he would have been big because of his role in Black Panther. But the way to get out exploded just made a star even shine brighter before Black Panther even came out. You know what I'm saying? So by the time he seen Black Panther, he was like, oh, that's the dude from Get Out. For the longest time, he was just the dude from Get Out. And he recently was just in another big movie, Queen and Slim. Um, yeah. so like, bro's been in, bro's been getting big, big time work. And, um, I think that he's very convincing at showing raw emotion. God damn it. He's very good at showing raw emotion. Like or emotion that just it seems so authentic. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm I'm, I'm going with Dang. So let's we're down the top the top four. I mean, our four. That okay, we have. so my four. I got Leonardo DiCaprio. I got Samuel L. Jackson, Tom Holland, and Zoe Kravitz. All right. So for my four, I got Will Smith, Anthony Mackie, Yara Shahidi, and James Franco. Okay, so who wants to explain their movie first? And for my four. Oh, I got shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so between me and Nemo, so who wants to? <laughs> so for my four, I got for my four, I got Denzel, Michael B. Jordan, Daniel Kaluuya, and Zendaya. Those are some pretty good um, black excellence actors, young man. Yeah, because I'm just like, because I, I, I made my first pick cheaper because I wanted to be just be a big star who people who has star power but wasn't as expensive yet. Oh, so, <laughs> hey. Okay, so who wants concepts. to explain their concepts first and the why they picked certain actors? Man, let me go first because it's the dumbest one. Okay, okay. So my film is called Date Trip. Okay, Day Trip, Date Trip. Okay, Date Trip. Got so it. here's the concept. All right, so we got Yara Shahidi. She's gonna be the daughter of Will Smith. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so Yara, she grows up to be a girl. A grown woman and stuff, and then when she goes out into the world, she meets this this uh, this wealthy white man named James Franco. And named James Franco. <laughs> <laughs> what if she just called him there throughout the movie? Hey, James, James Franco. Franco? <laughs> yeah. Franco. And 
James Franco was like, you know what? We should go on a trip to fucking, I don't know what, give me a random place. We should go on a trip to Hawaii, except they don't actually go to Hawaii. He kind of just kidnaps her. And then fucking Yara, she's like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? And then Will Smith is like, where the fuck is my daughter? Why hasn't she come home for the holidays this time? And he gets his friend Anthony Mackie, and he's like, bro, I, I can't find her. And then they're like, bro, we, we got to find this bitch. So they go. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I can't find my daughter. We got to find that bitch. Exactly. <laughs> and then it's basically a really goofy comedy on Anthony Mackie and Will Smith trying to find his daughter. And they kind of just bicker the entire time. So and then at the end, they come to a conclusion. So it's like Taken mixed with bad boys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I, I guess I can go second. My movie is called... Well, I have two titles. I don't know which one I want to pick. I'll go with Behind Enemy Lies. Yeah, yeah. It's about to be a story. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, the reason why I picked each of these actors so, my movie is going to be a movie about war. So, I decided to pick a different actor from each generation so that you can get the different insights on what war does to like a newcomer, Tom Holland, what war does to like a veteran. Samuel L. Jackson, and then what war does to like someone who's like that main action hero guy, which is Leonardo. So they're in a squadron together. And this is like a, a alternate dystopian future, kind of like Mad Max, where it's like everything's still kind of like they're using like machinery from maybe like the 80s to do their war. But it's often like this desert land or something. They're like on this special unit that basically um, like they get kidnapped and taken behind enemy lines and their whole like uh squad just like forgets about them and like well whatever so they're thinking okay so in this world (laughs) zoe kravitz the reason i have zoe kravitz is in this world there's like princesses and like these foreign lands and shit so the who they're fighting against zoe kravitz is the the uh queen of this land and so they're thinking okay we're behind enemy lines we need to get free kidnap her and then bring her back and the war will be over and we'll win, right? But on the way back, they find out all the bad shit that their um, side has been doing to her people while they kidnap her. And, you know, let's say maybe like Tom Holland and her fall in love and, or, and some sh- or some shit since they're both like young. And they're like the ones that are kind of like at first it's like, oh, this is all like crazy and stupid, like how we've been fighting or whatever. So let's say she's the princess, not the queen, her parents, you know. And then first Leonardo's like, no, I don't want to hear that shit. We need to kill everybody. And he's given like these super dramatic, um, uh, what do you, performances where he's like having, he has PTSD, he's having flashbacks of all the shit he's lost through the war. And Samuel L is like the wise old mentor that's like, no, you know, the kid is right. Like we need to do something about this. And they actually end up becoming traitors and like, killing the leader of the other side and realizing that all this shit is stupid. And they've been fighting a war for dumb shit and it'll really be about breaking a commentary on war and breaking down how it's just stupid and what would be a motif in this movie snow yeah maybe 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 they've been there for so long you know but yeah it'll it'll really just show um like first off i think why i pick them is like that different generations because everyone can relate to someone 
And then it shows just like what happens when you just have people mentally affected by this. They just go forward and just fight, like kill. They don't really stop and think about like, what are we doing this for? So yeah, behind enemy lies. Fire. It's so crazy that we're just literally having to come up with like movie (laughs) plots as we're going along. At the top of our heads. (laughs) At the top of our heads. As we're picking actors. As as we're picking actors, we're like, okay, um, this, this, this beat right here, this fucking plot, this shit. Man, okay, okay. But that, that goes to show you how fast our brains can work when coming up with stories. Um, so I have Denzel, Zendaya, Michael B. Jordan, and Daniel Kalula. Okay, so here it is. <laughs> the movie is going to be called Justice. Okay. And it's going to be about. Wow, the when you four didn't want to pick Justice Smith? Nah. I, I didn't even think, damn. <laughs> so let's say, okay, the movie is going to be about the four of them. They were. They were unjustly imprisoned. They were like four prisoners who were unjustly put in prison. They shouldn't have been there, right? And Denzel's character is kind of like, they're going to be like, they all, all, like, Michael, Denzel, and Daniel are all in the same prison. And they they come up with this plan. They review each other's cases, and they say, you know, we shouldn't be in here. We shouldn't have done this or whatever, right? The three conspire, and they come up with like this grand scheme, and they break out of prison. And then they go on this mission and to relieve um, unjustly in prison, like African-Americans or people in general in America. And so they said, we need a team. We need a network. It's kind of like a a Fantastic Four concept with three dudes and one woman. So then they reach out. They was like, no, we need like we need like some female muscle because like we need somebody who's going to pick up the slack in areas that we can't because we can provide the physical but we need somebody who can provide the mental and the strategy that's where Zendaya will come in yeah it's kind of like maybe like I guess someone to like this Angela Davis kind of character okay and she could come in and she could be like like the brains of the outfit and things like that like they would care about the physical operations and Denzel would be like since he's the elder statesman of the group he would be like I guess essentially like the boss or like the one who would like oversee everything but then like Michael B. Jordan and Daniel Kaluuya and Zendaya would be like essentially the soldiers I guess of the operation and actually go in and Zendaya's role in the three of them would be to like map out the plans and use her like brains and sometimes using her beauty to kind of just go along with the plan so the end game is that for them, they come up with like this network of people that they break out of jail and then that community goes and they build like this whole, they, they set the foundation for like this whole separate nation aside from the United States of America. And it's called Justice. Yo, all these movies sound pretty good. <laughs> I kind of yeah. want to like watch all three of these. these like, are, I was like envisioning like, scenes in each one. I was like, yeah, these all have like, <laughs> these are all good movies for different moods. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I was literally sitting here like picturing scenes from each one. Like, fucking James Franco being crazy. And she's like, let me go. Let me like, go. No, bitch. And then I cut to Anthony Mackie and Will Smith. I just think that's a hell of a combination with James Franco and Yara. Yeah. That is a hell of a combination. Speaking of, Hilarious. Speaking of, did you season three just came back on? Oh, what? I didn't even fin- I didn't even watch season I didn't two. Finish season two, I don't think. No, that I was didn't the, even watch. It was the end when with with um. Oh dang, I can't. I, didn't I can't watch say it. Two. You didn't watch it? Mm-mm. Okay, so never mind. I'll let you guys catch yeah. up when y'all get the time. But and yeah. then I'm like picturing like this revolution, of, like, <laughs> all the prisoners like fuck this shit, and then like fucking Tom Holland. <laughs> character admiring this war hero that every like, that's leo right. he's like yeah. all nervous and like fuck what if i get killed and shit like yeah i don't know see I, that's why i love movies like yeah somebody give there's us no a budget, end 
Well, what would, be, what would be weird is if we had to combine all these movies into one. That would be, that that would be, be so crazy. impossible. That would be the craziest. That would be impossible. Acid trip the movie. My movie should be just a cutaway. Remember we should just interlude? Yeah, to be interlude. There's a whole separate movie in this movie. You could just be like that, was like, that was like that time they do that in the seventies. Just cut to whatever just the mantra was, <laughs> and then just go back to like, and then cut to like, like the short sense. in the middle of the movie. <laughs> yes. Like like the characters from my movie go into the movies and watch your movie. Like <laughs> the whole movie. That's the only way it can make sense. That's the only way it can make sense. The whole movie, and then it's like, <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, I, I don't know why I pictured a bunch of snow. And battle tears and yeah, dog man. tags in yours. There was definitely going to be some dog tags and battle tears. Yeah. There's definitely going to be some crying from everyone. Yeah. Leo's going to do the most intense crying. Tom Holland's going to do sad boy crying. And Samuel's going to do grizzled old. Yeah. Oh, I've, seen it, I've seen it all. I've seen it all. Crying. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Has there ever been a role where Samuel's really had to cry? I don't think I don't know. Like really had to show that kind of like painful emotion. I don't know, but wouldn't that be fire as fuck? Bro, just imagine him just sitting there looking serious, fucking crying. <laughs> and then it's like you got the ooh, and then Zoe Kravitz would cry talking about her people and shit, speaking some yeah, that exotic, would be good, exotic bro. accent. Samuel Jackson has literally only had like those serious ass action roles, yeah. like other than Coach Carter. He's gonna be like still the, he's gonna be like the tactician of like yeah. Listen, we should do this. And Tom Holland just gets transferred to that unit, and they're like, well, boy, we're going out. And they're just like, they're thin, so they just have to do shit. He's like, yeah. oh, I'm with this war hero everybody knows. Yeah, man. You know. That these would, would be all be fire. some very interesting movies, These bro. movies would be good. These would be good. We need to make these movies. <laughs> that would be fine. Damn, well, here's the part in which we ask the audience, which movie pitch is your favorite? And who's, you know, who you think has the best selection of actors? Yeah. Tell us why. And if you want us to do this again, let us know. And give us some more actors that you'd like to see us pull from. This was, this was pretty fun. Yeah. And also with our actors, what you could do is maybe you could pitch a concept using the set that we picked. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you what could. What movie would you make yeah, with that would be Huey set, Ramil set, and Nemo set? Like, what movie would you create with these four actors? Yeah. I'll be interested to see. Yeah, definitely. That, too. That, too. That um, was fun. That was yeah, hard, that was bro. That shit was hard. That was hard. We had to come with that shit in like three minutes. <laughs> like three minutes. <laughs> hey. Okay. So, show and tell. Show and tell. This is our first tradition of show and tell in a long in time. In a long time. First one of the year. Yeah. Yeah. First one of the year. First one of the year. Oh, God. I got some show and tells to choose from. Jeez. Anybody want to go first? I guess I'll go first just because I feel like. If y'all know this, then it's going to be common sense and I'm going to feel slow for not connecting the dots. But, um, all right, my show and tell. Do y'all know why it's called the master bedroom? No. Slavery. Uh, Are you serious? Yes, bro. (laughs) That was my reaction, too. It was like... That's literally why they call it the master's bedroom. It can't be that simple, is it? Bruh, yes. That's literally why. Master bedroom? (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) They call the the master's bedroom in any house, when it's called the master's bedroom, usually there's two ways. There's two entrances. There's the main door, and there's usually a patio or some other door in a master bedroom. But that's why they call it the master's bedroom, because of slavery. Wow. You're fucking lying. Bro, I swear to God. I swear that shit is true. Like, I just found that out this week in one of my classes. She was like, you know what, you know what they call the master's bedroom? And then she said that everybody was like, wait, no fucking shit. That's master's bedroom. (laughs) That's why they call it the fucking master's bedroom. And I had a master bedroom. Bruh. Shit, that's fucked up. Bruh. I was like, god damn. 
So that's my show and tell. I, nobody knew this. I, I'm glad I didn't feel slow no, for not thinking about that. that. <laughs> I thought it was just like, oh, that's the best bedroom. I, <laughs> fuck. I got to call my shit something else. Oh, shit. My mic done fell off and shit. Like, and you knocked the other mic down and everything. The other mic down. Man. Okay. I'll go second. Now, I, this kind of blew my mind when I read this story. Right. Because it's true. Okay. A Tennessee couple welcomed a baby girl that grew from an embryo that had been frozen for 24 years. How? Wait, what? Wait, frozen for 20? Frozen? She had her eggs frozen? The baby, like if you know how you can like freeze sperm? Yeah. You can also freeze an embryo. Okay. So the baby had been, had been, uh, you know, I don't know how to explain it, but like when you have an embryo, that's like the beginning process for the baby. You can freeze that. Mm-hmm. This embryo had been like imagine you. you how old was the woman? You artificially. Uh, I mean, I don't know. She had to be more older than twenty four. No, the woman that gave birth to the baby is twenty four. But, but it's like it was oh, frozen. It was, it was frozen. It was frozen twenty four years ago. This is a new woman. This is a new woman. This is a. This is not her original contracepted uh, mother. Oh, okay. like you know, how you can you. artificially inseminate. Mm-hmm. So this baby sperm in the egg was put together to create this embryo. They froze it. They froze this baby because you know sometimes you can have um, people deliver your baby for you. Yeah, this, yeah, it's a surrogate. So this baby had been frozen for twenty four years, and it was born in fucking t- December twenty seventeen. Well, I don't know about if it was born in December, but it was born in twenty seventeen. Fucking wow. Let me read a little bit. Of the intro, Emma Wren Gibson, frozen as an embryo in 1992, was born a few days after Thanksgiving in 2017, more than 25 years later. It's the longest an embryo is known to have been frozen before being born as a baby. The fact, in fact, the embryo that became Emma is only a year younger than the woman that gave birth to her, Tina Gibson. So that person, had they been born on time, she said, she said, she said, this embryo and I could have been best friends. Yes, literally. Damn. So they adopted her after learning. They adopted the baby after learning he was likely infertile, but it was not. It, uh, It came from an anonymous couple who went through in vitro fertilization and donated their remaining embryos. Which have remained suspended for more than two decades. Nigga, I didn't even means, know they had that technology bro, back then. This baby was supposed to be born in 1992. Yeah, but now it was born a couple years ago. Like this baby is older than us. Yes, but it's younger than us. Like that's, that's cryogenics right there. That's crazy, bro. Do you know what that means? That means if this technology develops further, we could all sitting here today uh, have sex like. In, have an in vitro fertilization and freeze that and like okay we don't want you to have this baby born for the next hundred years and it's like oh you were created a hundred years ago but you're just now being born that like that ridiculous. shit that shit blew my mind I was like that is, what that is ridiculous I did not like that's fucking crazy she had I don't a know whole if I like life that, dude. that she could have lived and she just ended up living this one right cause she's gonna grow up in a wholly different generation she was, she was um yeah dude she was conceived in 1992 but or more 1991 most likely yeah. fuck dude is that not fucking crazy that is insane that is insane i don't even know what to say like that's just, my brain was insane. fucked up. my brain is fucked after like, listening that's like, to that. like imagine if your parents were like okay we're gonna freeze your family like if you were baby. conceived in 1987 yeah i'm like yeah i was actually conceived in 1987 you guys are like the fuck 
How that's so fucking weird. Yeah, man. It, that means the baby's supposed to be like older than us. Like she's supposed to be her her mother's that's age. Fucking crazy. It was a, it was a daughter, right? No, it's a son. It's a son. I'm sorry. The, he was supposed to be as old as his mother. That's crazy. Or supposed to be, or could have been. Fucking, I that don't is even, crazy. That's like, a mind. That blew my mind. You guys can look it up and go find the article for yourselves. There's one on the Atlantic, uh, NBC News. Yeah, go look it up. This shit is fucking wild. Like, yeah, send me that shit. Yeah, I, I, I will. It's it's crazy. Yeah, hit the chat with that one because I'm gonna have to read that. I'm gonna show that to somebody. I'm gonna show that to people and be like, y'all know what technology is doing. Like, yeah, that's my show and tell. Yeah, that's good. All right, so for my show and tell, I wanted to kind of bring a discussion a little bit. Okay. How do y'all feel about conscious rap now? Um, Just conscious rap in, in general, general or current yeah. conscious rap? Uh, both. Huh. I think today it's, um, I think today the it's, it has it has a little more of a special sauce to it just because it's not in the mainstream anymore. And it's it's like a breath of fresh air in some ways today um, to hear, I guess, maybe what would be considered traditionally conscious rap. Um, and you said today and overall? Yeah. Um, the thing is, like, um, a person, like, I've heard, like, hip-hop, like, scholars say this, like, people who were, like, around when, like, hip-hop first began, they're saying, like, hip-hop at its essence is just consciousness. So... They're saying like for it to be conscious hip hop, they're saying like hip hop at its essence is conscious. So that's a discussion to be had. But um yeah, overall, I mean, it's just Okay. Uh for me, overall. Huh. I'd say as an idea, I really like it. Execution can be difficult. Like I feel like in the past a lot of that stuff was more palatable because of the time it was in. It's like, this is what we're listening to. Like, oh shit. But nowadays looking back on some of that stuff and listening to to some of the newer stuff, I think it's very hard to pull off. It's a skill that I think not everyone has. And it's a skill that I guess we've drifted away from, but cause I, I consider myself like I try to write, all types of music, but I definitely try to write conscious songs as well because I think like kind of just being uh, black and kind of like talking about your experience as that, as a minority in the country, it's kind of like conscious in, in a sense. So it, it's difficult because you don't want to sound corny. Like you don't want to go too basic. You don't want to do, go too mathematical, stratical, jagical, and the fragile. Like, you know, you don't want to go too crazy because <laughs> you know it is music at the end of the day like it has to have that balance of sounding good and also i'm receiving the message because like shit it ain't slam poetry like it's hip-hop there's a reason why we gravitate well some people gravitate more towards conscious rap than just like oh i want to just go to the poetry slam like there's a you know a the, 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 the um, integration with the music has to be there so overall i think it's dope a dope idea there are some excellent conscious rappers and there are some that I feel don't hold up as well. Maybe some of the, the, what they're saying is, well, maybe just to me, other people may be like, Oh shit, I've never even thought about it like that before. But a lot of times, you know, I don't know. It kind of gets in the way of the music instead of being blended with it. Well, but for this new age, I think a lot of the conscious rappers that I hear sometimes are just corny 
And it's just like they're trying too hard to like just say anything instead of like really thinking about what they're saying. And like, it's like if you just kind of say a, a couple things here and there that have big words, like it's conscious. But to me, it's not. <laughs> but it's, I, so it's kind of annoying sometimes. Like, you know. Yeah, I completely agree with you on that sentiment. Um, I like conscious rap. It can be very enjoyable, especially when you relate to the message. Um, I used to think that I used to think that there was kind of a decline in conscious rap, but now I I'm starting to see that it's more just uh, an oversaturation of the other stuff. Because, like you said, we have we have gone away from that skill. Because back in like the internet era, like 2013, 2014, there was plenty of conscious rap to find. Yeah. But now, well, yeah, plenty of good conscious rap to find. But now it is getting a little bit harder, at least for me, to find the uh, the new ones that really have a consistent message and really are consistent with the music. But I have found a few that are enjoyable, like Loyal Carner, Loyal Carner for example. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd say probably my favorite right now is Joey Badass. Joey Badass is definitely yeah, one of the better ones. Because his last album I just thought was like a great conscious project from start yeah. to finish. All American Badass? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Do y'all think it's declining? Well, here's the thing. I think with conscious rap sometimes, like sometimes people feel like conscious rappers are talking to them instead of like... Because like some people say, I don't want to like have to like just... Like and it's also with how you put your flow and your words together. But some people feel like they're like just preaching, yeah, like teaching. Yeah. The, you know what I'm saying? But, like so, but, it's kind of like that can affect and the see, message of it. But the thing um, with like, I think that's a good point because like there's a difference between preaching and teaching mm-hmm. because teaching is like educating. But when you think of preaching, at least I Somebody's do, you're thinking convert. you're thinking of if you're a preacher, you're talking to a bunch of people that already believe what you say, and you just kind of like. Being like, yeah, this is what we believe, right? And they're just like, yeah. But I think there's like, there's a way you can like, I don't know. Sometimes that can get kind of repetitive if it's just like the same thing over and over, like preaching over and over and over. It's like, it's hard to find that balance of like preaching, teaching, and like saying, displaying information in an interesting, thought provoking way. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's, I think it's actually, um, shit, I was watching this, um, I think it was Benny the Butcher, I want to say, or somebody said that, that there's actually like this wave of conscious rap making, slowly making its way back into the mainstream. Slowly. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, like with people like Benny the Butcher getting shout out, people like Griselda, you know what I'm saying? Freddie Gibbs, um, people like that who are doing more like over conscious style of rap, they are getting like that. That more so the recognition that they've got in like the years past. So I think it is um, on a bit of a resurgence. I I'd say. I'd say like when conscious rap is done well, it's probably like my favorite style of rap. Yeah. Because it's sounding good, and also there's that message that you just connect with so deeply. You're like, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. And, or they're like display an idea of how to solve a problem. You're like, shit yeah, we should be doing that. This guy gets it. This guy is a guy that you, or this woman is someone that you want to follow because they have good ideas and they're like teaching me how to be a better person type of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Which is what I kind of hope that I can do in the future, like to some level with my music as well. 
you know. Yeah, so I think maybe in the future you'll start to maybe see uh, uh, like a re- uh, people redefine what it means to be a conscious rapper and not just do it in one way. Like I think we're starting to see that with kind of like people like No Name and stuff. Like she's a conscious rapper, but when you hear her music out of context, like just if you were just listening son- sonically, it might not be what you would consider like oh this is well i don't know maybe it's getting conflated with like backpack rap maybe i'm conflating with yeah, like backpack yeah, rap but I mean, you know because it's yeah. like conscious when people consider conscious rap there used to be a certain sound but now since the sound of hip-hop has changed so much the standards of the sounds have differed yeah. so her sound is maybe not something that maybe somebody from like the older school might consider like a conscious sound. Yeah. If they listen to the lyrics and her storytelling and what she's talking about, they clearly, you can understand yeah. that this is conscious material. And there's a lot of topics out there that have been kind of untouched. Yeah. <laughs> Was it like, you know, people think you have to talk about the same things over and over, but it's like, there's a lot of intricate concepts that can be explained in interesting ways, just waiting for someone to explain them. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, that some people couldn't explain. Like I could never explain what it's like to be a black woman working in like an all white County. And like, you know, you have a abusive husband or something like that's a very niche specific thing that the system contributes to that, you know, somebody that either knows that life or could understand that could under, could only they could really explain to, to a certain level, you know, So, yeah, that's what I'm more so saying. I think we might start to see branching out of topics and I'm better, um, like, people explaining more niche concepts in a deeper way. Yeah. yeah. That's what I hope to see. Yeah. yeah. Just maybe it's just the way you articulate your ideas that could be, like, that's going to be diversified. No matter how you flip it, like, you were talking about, like, you know, racism, sexism, politics, anything other than other than that. Or something like that. I think the content plus just the way you deliver it um, could be like what you know helps it stay afloat or sink. Like fucking Daylit, y'all know Daylit. Yeah. So he was. I remember he was on Vlad TV. He was like, "Bro, what if Drake?" He's Daylit or Daylight. I think I've heard. Of, I've heard Daylit. Oh, I, but you might daylight. Maybe no, right. I actually don't know. I'm right, so you might be right, but he so he said made a song. This was him out of character. He was like. Um, what if Drake made a song about like going vegan or something? <laughs> like, what if he actually oh. used his platform to like push certain but, messages? Yeah, and it was like, I get where I get what he was trying to say. Could Drake do that? I mean, I don't know, but I get what he's trying to say. And like, it's funny enough, like Drake screenshotted like a text that Drake sent him. He said something, and then Drake sent back some fucking eye emojis on some like real Drake shit so it was kind of Drake sending eye emojis like them eye, the looking eye emojis <laughs> he's sending eye emojis Adele slapping niggas on the ass you know it's just another day in light skin land <laughs> <laughs> light but like, skin land see that's where I mean about like, <laughs> like conscious rap is hard to pull off cause imagine if somebody tasked you with making a song about going vegan that would be the hardest thing to pull off correctly because you and make it actually fi yeah. Because you're like, the fuck? Like, huh? 
How do you just like? Or I mean, I think you could say even if he had a line, like, you know, how Drake has like, yeah. a one liner. But it's like it's an art form of yeah. how to yeah. put your message in something that makes yeah. people actually be like, oh, I actually agree with that. Yeah. Instead of you coming at someone like like you shouldn't eat eggs, you shouldn't eat dairy. Like uh, I hate to say it. Well, no, I don't hate to say it. But like how old Kanye's songs used to integrate religion and Jesus versus how like the new ones are just gospel albums. <laughs> they're just like yeah. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. But the Featuring old ones, elements of now yeah, they're just straight this. The old ones yeah. are kind of like inspiration. I'm, this is how I follow it through my religion. It's there, but also look at all this other shit that I go through. That's just like you and this and that. But and I'm a real human, and I you know yeah I the, just go through shit. Know, it's now. difficult. It's difficult to to balance. Not many people can get that right. Yeah, and yeah. but keep trying. Yeah. Yeah. The the sad part is sometimes you will end up it's like a a coin flip. You either are corny or it's fi. Like there's not really a lot of gray area for like that was kind of fi or like oh that was kind of corny. Like it's just like that shit he did that well. You either Kendrick it or you fucking logic it. <laughs> there's only Oh, <laughs> there's shit. only two ways you can go about it. Yeah. Then that's New the scary logic part. It. Old logic either you sink well. or swim, I guess. Yeah. So, but hey, if you're up to the challenge. This is a good show. Yeah, let us like in the Discord. Let us know what you think about conscious rap too. Yeah, that's definitely that's definitely always something that's talked amongst about in rap period yeah. between the age groups. And if you can think of some more date questions, go ahead and leave them for us. We will definitely make sure to try to get through as much as possible when the ladies come. Uh, I think we we should just wrap it up. Yeah. Follow us on instagram at lomi productions this is king ramil speaking follow me on twitter and instagram at king ramil follow our youtube channel at yep, i'm nemo the zeus you can follow me on instagram and twitter at nemo the zeus n-e-m-o-t-h-e-d-e-u-s this is huey revolution you can follow me on everything at huey revolution h-u-e-y-r-e-v-o-l-u-t-i-o-n <laughs> huey revolution um Thanks for listening, guys. Dang. Appreciate y'all. We out.